podcast designed to truly radically shift your perspective on health and how to maximize showing up being the best version of you every single day. This is Wellness Smart Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic, and you are listening to Wellness Smart Radio. Excited to have you on. I hope you had a moment to check out our last episode on germ theory versus cell mediated theory. And I want you to be, um, if you haven't, please check that out first. This is going to be a, a build up from that one. I don't normally do series on this podcast, but uh, I'm trying to kind of shift some gears here and, and try to get some information out there to try to just shift the conversation, shift the focus into other avenues. Um, but in that podcast, we talked about the difference between the two and whatever belief system you're in, or I say one's at least a belief system, but um, whatever one you're, 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 you're more pushing towards or inclined towards or feel like that's truth, um, that's going to dictate your behaviors and actions and belief systems behind that. In this episode, I wanted to just go into um, a little bit about uh, the cell-mediated side and just talk about one thing that no one has been talking about on mainstream media. No one. I have not seen one person talk about this. And there's a reason behind it. Um, and it's not a conspiracy theory of any sorts whatsoever. I always tell people, if you think I'm crazy, go ahead and Google uh, this stuff. But, um, you know, you ever notice on the news, you never hear anything about holistic measures, things that can help uh, natural healing methods or techniques, or you know, things like that. You only hear about drugs and vaccines, right? There's a purpose behind that. And the reason why is that about 93 to 98% of uh, mainstream media's uh, marketing budget is paid for by big pharma. Now, if you have that big of a person coming in and paying things, don't you think they're going to have a little influence on what's going to be shared on the networks? Don't you think they're going to have a little bit of control of what's going to be shared? Because they don't want something that's going to be marketed that's going to go against or hurt their dollar or hurt their bottom line from that. I mean, it's basic business here, guys. This is, I mean, I have a bad business background, but this is basic business. And so when you look at that, there's a conflict of interest in this. So that's why if you're looking and listening to the mainstream media and you're not getting answers on this and this is then or not wondering why there's nothing else being talked about, um, there's a huge reason behind this. And the reason why is because they're funded and they control the media in a sense. So you'll never hear anything about holistic avenues of things or the immune system for that matter, right? Um, through this whole time, since March, I've been talking about the immune system and how to boost it. And my people, my, in my practice, I've been sharing a PDF with them. I shared a tip on how they can do, boost their immune system at home when the quarantine here in Illinois kicked in. Um, I shared with them, the, we did something called Operation Empower, where it was all about empowering their immune system and ways that you can do it, the five most, the best ways that I could possibly think of uh, at this time. And so no matter what, if it's coronavirus, a flu, a cold, whatever, these are things that you can do to really maximize it. And I was called ignorant. I was called a fool. I was all these different things. And it's just like, it, it, again, it's one of those things where individuals are just so programmed and stuck in a world because all they hear from the mainstream media is this, right? What are we looking for? A vaccine, hydrochloroquine. Um, there's another one, uh, Primera or something like that, pre-something. Uh, apologize, I don't know off the top of my head. But all these different things that are out there, right? And it's coming out and they're sharing all these things. And, and at the end of the day, um, it's all drugs and, and vaccines. But are there other things that you can do holistically? Of course there is. There's massive amount of things you can do holistically. Uh, but they don't want you to know that. But in this episode, I'm going to share with you what are some of the things that you can do to enhance your immune system? What are some things you can do to really focus on the cell-mediated side that has been backed and been with science and is showing so much truth in so many ways? And when we look at cell-mediated, 
Again, if you are just jumping in on this podcast, step to the one before episode 106 and listen to that first before you come to this one. That way you'll have a better understanding of where I'm getting into with this. But what are some ways you can help with cell mediated, cell mediated response in your of your immune system? How can you enhance your immune system so that it's always up to par, ready to take on whatever comes and be able to handle the dance of life to keep you evolving and communicating with the environment? You see, in my world, in the holistic world, we don't see germs is bad. Actually, science has proven that viruses and bacteria are good for us to a certain degree, right? There's always a level to how much you want to be exposed to, but it's actually very beneficial for our health, okay? Very beneficial for your immune system. Actually, viruses and bacteria are actually what upgrade, um, update your immune system. It lets the body know what's out there so it know how it can keep you thriving through this journey of life. So when we look at um, you know, what are some things that you can do? One of the first things that is not very popular, even in the holistic world, um, they don't hear about this much because if you go Google, what are things that boost your immune system? You're not going to see this too much. But what's sad about it is, is this is the one of the most potent things you can do for the immune system. It's the most potent things you can do for your entire body, the health. This is this without this, without putting this into wellness, everything, then it's fraud. And what that means is, is that this aspect is the, the bottom line, the foundation to an individual's health and how well they function. And so this is going to be chiropractic care, right? Receiving chiropractic adjustments, being under a chiropractor who is evaluating your nervous system and helping enhance the nervous system, the communication from the brain to the body, helping to help the brain rewire to focus on a different area of it, which helps you thrive more help you improve your executive functions, help you focus and concentrate, help you to see future planning, how to keep impulse control down, how to make better decisions uh, and so forth, and how to help calm the body to keep it healing, turning on the healing process and so much more. But what chiropractic can do for the immune system is a variety of things. But one of the first things it does is it takes stress off your nervous system. We all know stress causes all things. And so if you're taking stress off the nervous system, which the nervous system controls every single function in the body, well, if that's less stress, then the body's going to have to be less stressed, right? It's common sense. It's so simple that sometimes things have been so complicated that we think, no, it can't be that easy. Now, there's got to be more to it. It can't just be take stress off the nervous system and the body just starts to heal itself again and go back to normal. Well, there's a lot of science coming in now that's actually backing up those statements that I'm making. You know, there's functional neurology. Um, a lot of research going into that, a lot of money going into functional neurology and chiropractors, we don't have a lot of money, but what's happening is, is that functional neurology is coming out with research and data and chiropractors are looking at this going, holy cow, this is kind of, this is a subluxation pattern. This is miscommunications in the nervous system. This helps with X, Y, Z and this one, this is what we do. And it's been very, very fascinating. But one of the things that we know for a fact is Google vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S nerve, and just put vagus nerve immune system. And you're going to be blown away with the information you see there to see how chiropractic can play a huge role. Because one of the things chiropractic does is that when you get an adjustment, we help the communication and stimulation of the vagus. We stimulate the vagus nerve, but we stimulate it in a way to make it more and better in balance. And so when we're able to do that, then all of a sudden, immune system, digestion, reproductive system, uh, just to name a few, uh, short-term memory, things like that, impulse control, mood and behavior, all those things start to enhance and improve because that's in a brake pedal system. And the thing is, you want to build up your brake pedal system. You don't want to be in the brake pedal, like massively. You just want to be able to go in the gas pedal, back in the brake pedal. So if you're like, what the heck is he talking about? Gas pedal is one part of your nervous system that's known as the sympathetics. 
Then you have another part of that, which is the opposite usually, and it's called the parasympathetics. And so when you're in a sympathetic, otherwise known as fight or flight, or, you know, the gas pedal mode is what we like to call it, um, the immune system is downregulated, which means it's not firing as well. Okay. When you're in the brake pedal side or the parasympathetic, well, the immune system is upregulated, which means it's starting to fire and function better. And so when you take stress off the nervous system, you allow the nervous system to build up its brake pedal system again, which keeps a better balance between the two. And so when you're able to do that, all of a sudden now you create a transformation process where you can adapt the changes that happen. When you have a better brake pedal system, all of a sudden your, your, your way you're going to handle life and how you're going to, with all the changes in the environment and so forth, uh, the environment doesn't become an enemy. Um, we can handle any environment now. We can handle and adapt. We'll have, we'll take maybe some short-term hits, like short-term duration of things, but long-term we're going to thrive and we're going to handle, adapt and move and move forward. And so that's kind of like how we were supposed to be as humans. And this is where chiropractic plays a massive role in all that. It helps with adaptation. It helps with function. It helps with every single thing in the body. Um, but at the same token, sticking to the topic of today, um, immune system massively. I remember when I was in chiropractic school in outpatient clinic, I had a patient and I remember the patient had, um, he was, he was tested positive for HIV and he was doing all the things in the world, um, to really um, help himself from a alternative herbal side, supplement side and so forth. And I remember I shared with him a research article about chiropractic and the immune system. And I shared another research article about how if I adjust this first bone in the neck, um, known as C1, we call it Atlas. And I said, if I'm able, if, yeah, I showed him that with this adjustment, it can help improve CD4, which are your T helper cells, which is what's effective from HIV. And I said, I can't guarantee any of this. I said, this is just a research article. It was a small sample, but there's hope here. And he's like, every adjustment, can you do that for me? I said, I'll be more than happy to. So we did the adjustments and so forth. And six months later, um, they checked his T. I never, I didn't learn this in lab, but it was T slash uh, T percentage slash leader, which I'm assuming is total T, T lymphocytes, which is part of the immune system over a certain leader of plasma. And what was, ha what was interesting is in, with before um, he had, a, he had 11.2 and within six months, it went up to 14.3. Now his doctor goes, I've never seen you this high. I don't know what you're doing, but whatever you're doing, continue, right? We enhanced the function of the immune system for what it needed to be. And so chiropractically speaking, we, there's so much research we have now where one adjustment can stimulate the prefrontal cortex. It's a part of the brain by up to 20%. Prefrontal cortex is what actually helps calm the brain to get you more in a brake pedal state. Um, we know that one, through one adjustment, we can increase the parasympathetic activity by up to, I think, I think it's 11 or 13.1%, uh, but it's roughly in those numbers. Um, but still, from one adjustment. We can do that. We can improve someone's heart rate variability uh, by a certain percentage and so much more. And these things are what help allow the body to function better. But more importantly, it's going to allow for the immune system to fire better. It's going to allow it to communicate better. It's going to allow for the body to see what's going on. So that's number one, that if we don't address that, we're missing the boat on everything else. You must look at that first if you really want to maximize your health and get to the root of everything. Now, that's just number one. Number two, the second thing that's going to help enhance your immune system, and it's really, really good for viruses too, um, is vitamin D. Now, you want to make sure you're getting good vitamin D. You want to make sure it's vitamin D3. If you go to your medical doctor and you're like, oh, I'm getting 50,000 IUs per week with one pill, not good. You can, I, I've seen patients for years, now this is my own clinical experience, who have gone through that route and their vitamin D levels would be like a 30 or a 40. And they'll be like, well, they're saying I'm in the range. It's just a little low. And I'll be like, no, you need to be at 70 or 80. 
All the research out there says, and you can Google this, optimal range for vitamin D is 70 to 80. If you have heart disease, diabetes, cancer, things like that, you want to push more into the 90-100 range. And there's a ton of research on this. You can Google all this. Um, anything less than 70 80, you're outside of optimal. So when you go to a medical doctor and you get blood work, they're going to say the range is from 30 to 100. No, 70 to 80, that's optimal. If you got a condition or comorbidities or things like that, you want to be up higher in the 90 to 100 range. And so, but what research has shown and what vitamin D does, it actually works on the part of the immune system called the innate response. And the innate response is a part of the immune system that when a vader is coming in or something's coming into the body, um, it throws everything it can at it, it contains the virus and it breaks it down and exposes it properly. Um, this doesn't allow for the virus to replicate, doesn't let it to spread. This is why when you hear about asymptomatic carriers spreading a virus like COVID, can't happen. I mean, I, I've reached out and asked people, how is this possible? Maybe I missed something in the literature because it is possible. I mean, there's so much out there. Um, but I do my own due diligence and research. And I was like, it just doesn't sound right. The immune system doesn't work that way. If something's coming in, you have no symptoms. That's healthy. That means your body's fighting it down, clearing it up. The immune system doesn't have to detox and create the symptoms for you to get cleanse everything out. Um, it's able to handle it, contain it, and take care of it. And so chiropractic is the biggest one that does it. Vitamin D is another. And so vitamin D is really, really critical. And you want to make sure you're getting as much as you can of that as much as possible. So if it's in the summer, man, get out in the sun, get, enjoy it every day. Um, you know, minimize, you know, know what your time frame is of how long you could be in the sun before you start to burn a little bit. So that way you're getting maximum exposure. Um, but be mindful and smart about it. So don't just go and lay out in the sun for three hours without any sun, you know, any protection and the dead heat. And you're not used to the sun like that. You're going to burn up. So we want to make sure that you're taking the right amounts uh, of a little bit of sun over time. The other thing is make sure you're getting your supplementation of it. Uh, one of the rules that I always tell people is that when you are looking at how much vitamin D you should take per day, um, the rule of thumb is um, for maintenance, which means keeping the numbers of where they are, you want to take um, 1000 IUs per 25 pounds. That's going to be the recommendation of vitamin D you want to take per day. So I weigh about 225, 230. Um, I always round up. So if I'm 220, let's say I'm 230, right? So I'm just five pounds over 225. Uh, so that's going to be 9,000 I use, but I'm going to round up to 250 and I'm going to take 10. And that's what I take per day, minimum. And that's a dropper I take. That's what I use as a liquid. It has vitamin K2 in there. So when you start to take higher dosage vitamin D like this, you must always take a vitamin K and you want it to be K2. Um, that holds the calcium back into the bone so that it doesn't excrete into the blood so much. Um, and so that's where, you know, that's what you want to be looking at and taking for your life to help enhance it. And it's going to help boost your immune system. I mean, there's research. You can Google vitamin D and the flu, vitamin D and coronavirus. They came out with uh, a study that said, wow, the people who have very, very low vitamin D levels are the ones that are being affected the most by COVID and the virus and what it does compared to those who have very high vitamin D levels are not even being affected or they're, le they're, they're having less symptoms than others. So there's some, there's some purpose to that. And, and it's a no brainer in my world. I'm like, duh, vitamin D helps with viruses massively. Um, look when, look at vitamin D compared to the flu vaccine. You can Google this. Um, there, I've done in my podcast back in 2013, when I was, when I first was doing this more consistently, um, I talk about vitamin D and the benefit of vitamin D and what it does for the body. So it's, it's one of those things where it can massively, massively, um, help like crazy. So I highly, highly recommend utilize it. If you need a brand recommendation, just email me um, at drvic at empowerurelly.com. And I'm, I'm sorry, that's my other email at drvic at, uh, you can, e you know, email me at drvic at empowerurelly.com. And I'll be more than happy to uh, get you connected with a source that I use that I really, really love. And it's liquid and it's a lot of, um, I think it has a, 
one serving is a thousand I use and it's one drop and it has equivalency of 690 uh, servings in there. So this is the one I like and it's really, really good. It has vitamin K2 and so forth. So those are the two things you can do. And I really hammered these out. Uh, I really wanted to emphasize on that because this is going to help with a mess of things. And, and I have workshops I can uh, share with you guys. If you're interested, just email me that I've talked about the immune system. I go deeper into it with TH1, TH2 responses, and which one does chiropractic, vitamin D play a role, what stimulates TH2, what's the purpose and role of each of those. So there's a lot of variables that come to that, but I, I have resources for you guys. If you're interested, just email me. Uh, but other things things that you can do to help enhance the immune system, right? To get it functioning better uh, is probiotics is going to be number three. This is your microbiome. These are the gut products, you know, and so you want to make sure you're taking a probiotics that's solid and good. Uh, I do extensive research on this. I've, I've changed my probiotics over time. Um, I use a company right now called Microbiome Labs. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, I use their mega uh, spore biotics. It's a spore based. So that means that the stomach acid is not going to kill anything. It's going to get into the intestines and do what it needs to do. Probiotics is massively important for a gazillion things. It's not just for immune function. But when we look at the immune system, you, you have multiple players that come in the role here. And so you have, the, you have your nervous system that plays a huge role. And then you have the immune system responses, the immune system systems, things like the interferon system that's an antiviral and also uh, a chemical that gets released into the bloodstream and so forth. Um, and then you have the microbiome, too, that plays a role. And the microbiome is another way for the body to know what's going on in the environment. This is why virus and bacteria are so essential uh, for the immune system in small dosages so that the, immune, the body can adapt to what's happening and the changes in the environment. And if you have a really good microbiome, you're able to adapt better. We also understand that the microbiome also communicates directly with the nervous system. We knew this before, but now it's a lot of studies are coming through proving this, that it's a direct coordination and communication with the brain, letting the brain know where things, what's going on in the environment. So it's a really good communication purpose system. Um, this is why like for with new moms and when I'm educating them about breastfeeding, how it's critically important. You want to make sure you're breastfeeding as much as you possibly can um, because it's the way for the baby to get their gut bacteria built in, start to develop the microbiome. It also lets them know what's going on in the environment so their body can communicate and adapt. Um, that's why babies, you know, they like to put at a certain point, they love putting things into their mouth. Um, that's not a bad thing. The reason why they do that is because they want to know what's going on. What's the germs? What's the viruses? What's the bacteria going on out there so that they can immune system can develop and adapt to what's happening. This is all beautiful by beautifully created by design. But microbiome is really important for the immune system. It actually will create your gut bacteria is what creates the army for the immune system. And so you want to make sure you have a really good gut bacteria and probiotics is one of the best things. And I recommend microbiome labs um, because I've used them. I use them. My family uses them. I have them in my office and I love them. Uh, I have, you know, I don't make any money for sharing that. They did not sponsor my podcast by any means. I'm just sharing it out of due diligence to help give you a product that's really, really good. But there's other things you can do too, though. Um, a really, really good quality yogurt with low sugar, high protein. Um, the other thing is things like kombucha. Uh, kombucha. You can do uh, sauerkraut, kimchi. Uh, I make a really good sriracha sauce. It's all fermented. Um, these are things you can do. You can Google these things, guys. They're all on the internet nowadays. And it's, it's just go ahead and experiment. But getting fermented foods back in your diet are going to be very, very critical. This is what we did back in 1900s, early, you know, late 1800s, uh, before refrigeration is we fermented our food. 
And we did that so we can keep it a longer shelf life, but it also gave us a lot better unlocked nutrients uh, and so much more. That's why fermenting is so critical in so many ways because it breaks down food properly uh, so that we can digest it better because we don't have multiple stomachs like a cow does that when it breaks down grass, that doesn't really have a lot of nutritional value. But when it gets fermented and broken down with the bacteria, that becomes a massive great source of fats and protein for the cows to get them to the size that they are. And so that is the difference there. And so you want to make sure you're doing great sources with probiotics, getting them in daily, multiple different varieties is always great. Um, but it's always good to have a daily supplement to take with it though, like a good probiotic. I, like I said, I take mine almost every day. Um, I'm at a point where I don't need to anymore, but I still do because it's just that critical. Um, I want to make sure I'm keeping good gut health in my gut and making sure I'm keeping good, good guys winning that war against the bad guys. So those are the top three that I would recommend to do when it comes to enhancing the immune system. There are other things too that I recommend like exercise and movement. You want to make sure you're getting good movement in. Exercise gets rid of stress hormones in the body. It gets rid of something called sex binding globulin hormone, which is sex binding, oh yeah, sex binding globulin hormone. And that is going to be um, excess stress in the blood, it's excess hormones. And so it's good to get those things out so the body can get back to, you know, back to more in a balanced state and moving things around and exercising and helping endorse endorphins and helping stimulate the brain. And there's a lot of benefits when it comes to exercise. So, I mean, it's a no brainer. I'm not going to go too deep in this. If you really want to look at them things, just look up Google uh, exercise and immune system. And you'll see a ton of things that connect with that. Uh, but these are just things I wanted to hit the three main that are out there um, when it comes to that. So that you have something to help with uh, understanding how can I boost my immune system in a way that's going to help, you know, enhance it to help it enhance to a certain degree to where it's going to allow me to function better. And like I said, you take stress off the nervous system, just to recap, you take stress off the nervous system, the body's going to be less stressed, it's going to be able to function better. That's where chiropractic comes in. Then you have the vitamin D levels, right? We want to make sure where it's adequate and what you should be doing. Then the third is going to be looking at um, uh, probiotics and those things. Number four is going to be movement. And if I had to throw one more in there, all right, little bonus here, sleep is going to be number five. We all know that if you get too much sleep or not enough sleep, that is the same as being extremely stressed out. So one of the things you want to make sure you're doing is get good quality sleep. I highly recommend using a tracker to follow that so that you know exactly what kind of sleep you're getting so that you know what you have to alter, how you have to change, or what you're going to have to do to improve your sleep and enhance it to be better. But those individuals who get good sleep, get good quality sleep, deep sleep, and REM, what ends up happening is their immune system and their body heals better, it functions better, you're allowing the brake pedal system to kick in more, and it's going to allow for things to transform and change. So make sure you add that into your repertoire. Once again, um, just for saving time on the podcast episode, if you're interested in learning more, just type in sleep immune benefits or immune system benefits, and you'll see a ton of stuff out there that talks about how sleep is very critical for immune system. That's what I got for you today in this podcast, guys. Um, so if you listen from the last one, we're looking forward to the next one. Appreciate tuning in. Please let me know what you think about the podcast. Please, if you like it, click a like, um, share a little quick review, subscribe. Um, that helps get this podcast out there as we're going to be launching these weekly 
um, as we're getting this back up and running. And we're going to be looking at probably about two to three months, I'll be doing podcast interviews. And then from there, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be doing the podcast episodes. And then from there, I'm going to start to pull in some individuals, um, some, some prolific doctors and so forth. We're going to dive into many different topics and be able to, um, what, I, what, I'm, what my goal is, and just to be transparent, is I'm going to see all the popular podcasts that I had in three months. And then I'm going to pull those topics and I'm going to find experts in that field and we're going to discuss those things. So stay tuned. Um, look, appreciate your support and always keep rocking and rolling. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Wellness Smart Radio. If you liked the episode, please do us a favor and go on iTunes, share a review, let us know what you think. If you were inspired by this episode, pay it forward by sharing this with someone you know that could benefit from this. This is Dr. Vic Manzo, and I'll see you in the next episode.